Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, we're back once again at the Corner of Truth and Courage. Thank you for joining us here once again today. Well, we're going to jump into some of the news and the things that are going on in our world today and try to make some sense of that. We'll get to the Bible uh, here in a moment and try to find some instruction on how to deal with some of these riots and anger and uh, some of the discussion that's going on in our world. Before we get into that, another bizarre event with WHO, the World Health Organization, they came out with headline news, and it should be headline news. Not many people actually put this out there, thankful for Fox News for at least uh, getting uh, this out there. The World Health Organization had, uh, came out and told us that asymptomatic people who have the virus, but they're asymptomatic, that if you have it but don't not aware that you've got it, it's rare for you to give it to someone else. Now, isn't that helpful to know? Now, granted, there's still a lot that we're learning, but they have been back and forth with so many things, okay? And now they tell us that if you happen to have it and you're asymptomatic, it's not likely that you're going to spread it to someone else. Apparently, that revelation, that piece of news wasn't popular. And it didn't fit the liberal media's fear-mongering. And can you believe it? Now, the World Health Organization has flipped-flopped again and said, well, yeah, um, we may not really know too much about this yet. And so they've walked this back. Can you believe it? And it's because of pressure. This didn't quite fit the narrative that the news media and some officials want us to be acting by. And so, well, here we go again. Still another flip-flop, certainly, by the World Health Organization on the issue of COVID. And yet, you know, all that has kind of been squashed to the dark corners and recesses of our lives because our attention is now taken to the race wars that's been ignited once again. It happens to be during an, an election year. Now, let, let's, let's follow this narrative for a moment. If we are to accept as a true statement, as a statement that is an essential truth, that black lives matter, then let's follow that through for a moment. Just, just stay with me. Is it that all black lives matter or is it only some black lives that are unfortunate to be killed by a white man? If they're killed by a black man or black kills black, do their lives matter? Now, only a logical answer to that would be yes, all black lives matter. And I, I agree, all black lives do matter. I believe all lives matter. I don't care what your color is, and I wish 
I wish we could just see the color of skin like we see the difference in the color of one's hair or the color of one's eyes. Folks, this is how I was raised and this is how I was brought up and how I live. And I believe it's how we all should live, that we should let this color of our skin and call the difference of our races and to make these divisions over race. And again, let me bring you back to Acts 17, verse 26. The Bible tells us that there is only one race, the human race. Let me read it to you. And he made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the earth. So we, we all come from one blood. All the nations of the earth, all the people of the earth come from one blood. God created one race, the human race. And it goes on, and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitations. And so he's given us nations. He's, made, he's divided us by families and by nations and by languages. We get that from the book of Genesis. But we are all one race, the human race. And when those, when, when anyone brings up the difference between the colors of our skin and says one is um, better than the other or one is grieved more than the other or mistreated one more, more, more than the other, then that person, when they bring that up, they are bringing up the race card. They're talking race. We need to stop it. Just put it all away. Let's end all racism now. It needs to end, and it will continue to end if we continue to have groups out there. And I've been saying this for years. I mean, this is before I really understood some of the divisions that was going on in, in our country by race. Uh, I, I had to get a quick learning about racism when I went to college because I guess I was in a bubble living overseas in a foreign country coming back to coming to America is where I discovered racism but I didn't discover it on the shoe the shoe was not on the white man's foot it was on the black man's foot that's where I saw it and I lived in Atlanta I was in Bible college in Atlanta and boy what an awakening that was and the victim card and, and all these things were, were out there as a part of this um, race uh, discussion. And, and, I, and I'm here to tell you, I believe, I wish that we really could embrace what Martin Luther King said in his famous speech, I Have a Dream. He said, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I 100% agree with that. That's how I was raised. And it's how I teach others to be. And I believe it's a biblical ideal that we not look upon one another differently by, the, by their race, by their color. We judge by the content of their character. We judge by the content of their, the ideologies that they hold. And that has nothing to do by a person's color. That has nothing to do by a person's race or their nationality. Uh, I mean, their nationality can de 
determine what um, uh, uh, belief system they have and ideologies they follow, certainly. And we judge them on the, on the content and the character of the ideology. But we don't attack the persons. We attack the ideals, the idealisms, and the ideologies. We, we debate them. And when, we, when I say we attack them, those are the things we take on in discussion, in debate, in way which is true, which is uh, false. But we don't attack the people. As you hear on this program here at Forces of Faith, we have a big issue with the ideologies of Islam. A man, Muhammad, claimed to be a prophet, began to his teachings, and so we examine his teachings. Was he teaching something consistent with what God has already given mankind? No, he didn't. So therefore, the Bible tells me, if it doesn't agree with what God has already given us, then that tells us that is a false prophet, and they're to be marked. And, and, and we warn them about false teaching. And we, we certainly don't hate or attack the people. We take on the discussion of the ideology. By the way, let me get into this. I didn't plan on I'm, I'm going long, and I, I need to move on. But let me get this uh, thought. A lot of this issue going on in, uh, in Minnesota, Minneapolis is largely taken over by Somalian Muslims, and they're black. Now, that's not, not a problem, but I'm just saying they're, uh, the point is that they're identifying themselves with the black community. And these are African, these are literally African immigrants that came to America saying, please, would you have pity on us? Would you allow us into your country for freedom, for opportunity to escape the, uh, the Islamic war and fighting that's going on here? We want to get away from it. We, our lives are threatened please, would you take us in? And we did. We took them in by the thousands. And many of them set up in Minneapolis. Now, if this ideal, this thought of removing the police, okay, which, as I talked about yesterday, is a nonsense idea. I mean, as I said, stupid pills are being handed out freely. And if they did, if they removed them, my father-in-law were discussing about this. Uh, he, he came up with something I thought was uh, kind of interesting. You know, perhaps the police should just go ahead and strike. You know, we got discussing that. Yeah, you know, uh, let's let the community see what happens. If there's no police, if there's no 911, uh, you know, 24 hours, 48 hours, and said, okay, if you like this idea of no police, we're, we're striking. We're, we're, we're laying down our badges. Uh, we're going to go to our homes. We're going to protect our homes as citizens, but we're not going to protect our community. We're on strike. We're going to let you see what it feels like. And so um, the criminals out there, you know, uh, no one's going to be there to do the policing. And citizens out there, do your best to protect yourself because this is what liberals are suggesting that we need. And um, good luck, everybody. Um, <laughs> but... What, what would replace, the point that I want to make about the Muslims being there, what would replace the police there in Minnesota? Well, this would be a grand opportunity for the Muslims to say, here's what Christianity, what American Christianity, this country has. You've got lawlessness. You've got destruction. Turn to Allah, and we will bring you happiness and peace and security and stuff. They um, don't 
think for a moment that they won't snap on onto this opportunity to try to capitalize in some way, some regard, to bring Islam into strength there. All right, boy, we're running out of time. Let me quickly share with you some some scripture here. And because of time, I'm not going to get into one passage in the book of James that I was going to share, but there's a lot of hotheads out there, a lot of rhetoric going. People are angry. People are yelling at each other. Let me give you a passage of scripture that will help you when you're facing these kinds of people. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1. Proverbs 15, verse 1. Look it up. Memorize it. It's very simple. A soft answer turneth away wrath. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. When someone's dumping all their anger and hate and hurt on you, do yourself a favor and them a favor. Don't return like for like. Uh, You know, they say you need to fight fire with fire. No, this is not how you do it. A soft answer turneth away wrath. Wrath. So use wisdom. Uh, turn to God. Quote scripture to them. Um, that righteousness exalteth a nation. Um, that, um, that there is hope with the Lord. That the Lord is our refuge. He is our strength and our help in a present time of need. And so... Um, uh, Remember, give soft answers when someone dumps all their wrath at you. That's going to be it for today. But we want you to join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.